What's up, guys? It's your boy, Zahn. We're back here with another episode of Two Pairs of Brothers. I'm joined by my co-host, Jose Fuenafon. Unfortunately, Mahath couldn't join us tonight because uh, he's busy studying. But we have a, a special guest joining us, Daniel Kawaja, a very close friend of ours, a person we went to college with. Um, he joins us today. He's going to talk a little bit about his website, Game Night, and how it sort of tied our group together and what the business model looks like and what the future looks like for the for the website as well. But we're going to start a little bit by talking about how the COVID-19 outbreak has kind of changed our lives, respectively, where we are right now in the world and some of the challenges we're facing uh, today. So good to have you guys on. Good to hear your voice back is on. Uh, missed you guys last week, Zan and Josefa, and Mahad missing you currently as well. Uh, y'all obviously heard from me last week, so I'm going to defer to Danya and Josefa first, kind of, you know, just wondering what you guys have been up to. All right, yeah. Hey, uh, Daniel here. Thanks for having me, guys. Um, of course. You know, I've been missing the podcast, but, you know, avid listener. Uh, yes, sir. But uh, what I've been doing in, uh, during this quarantine time, um, so I've been I've been in quarantine for the past two weeks, and uh, honestly, just been you know doing social social media, TikTok has taken over, and um, going out here and there playing basketball, trying trying to be active as much as I can because some days you can just I don't know stay in all day and it'll kind of depress you so. 100%. Man, that's the yeah. one thing I've been missing so much is not having a goal outside. You know, me and Azan talk about mm-hmm. this almost every day. We have a little mini hoop inside. And <laughs> it's getting pretty frustrating yeah. not being able to, you know, go anywhere and shoot because we don't have a goal outside. But it's good yeah. to hear. Yeah. So, yeah. So, I've been, you so I've been quarantined since, uh, I want to say March 18th. I think that's when, when my work oh shut my down. God. So I came, I went straight, I like, I stayed one day in Atlanta and then I was like, all right, I don't really have enough food. I don't really do much grocery shopping. I obviously don't cook. So all right, it's time to head back home. <laughs> and so I've been home since and, you know, it's, it's something getting used to since I've been away for like two years, haven't lived at home. So, you know, it's like, at least I get, I guess I get home, home cooked food every day, but otherwise, you know, just chilling at home, working every day. So I just work every day. My work doesn't stop. It's all online. So just doing that. And then you know, going outside, taking a walk. And I, I guess I go to Publix every now and then they buy some groceries and like snacks. But beyond that, you know, it's just like a one mile radius is what I stay within. I don't think I've driven my car in like two weeks, which is, is really weird. Yeah. Uh, it kind of feels like, I don't know, Daniel, if it feels like this for you is like we're back in St. Andrews, back in high school again, you know, just <laughs> living at home, uh, almost, you know, having the same routine every single day. Because I feel like in college or even like when you're in a different city, you have slightly different routine than you have uh, at home so i don't know i just felt that way first i guess it's like your freedom gone you know or a little, i guess a little, most of it's gone so you're just like <laughs> just chilling man like, you're like 25 years old man you should have enough freedom i know hey you know daisy prince it does that's not how it works man they, they keep you in the house forever you could be 30 and they still control your life so. literally <laughs> yeah very true yeah i feel the same way man i feel like i'm you know stuck in high school right now Especially with my sister here, you know, she's making me do like half of her homework, like calculus and all this stuff, English. I'm just like, nah, man, <laughs> take me back. So, yeah. It's, it's definitely been pretty strange. Like, how's the law school online studying, bro? So I've been quarantined for like two weeks now. I've literally, I haven't left my house um, in two weeks, which is like not unusual because I'm a homebody anyways. So. Um, 
but yeah, it's been strange. So I've obviously have shifted back home to Mississippi from Athens. Uh, I came for spring break originally. So March 6th, I came back home. I had no idea that I wouldn't return back to Athens. Hmm. I didn't really know the severity of this until the NBA season was canceled. Then it's when I realized that this is pretty real. Um, and that's when I started to be like, start thinking, okay, there's a possibility I might not go back to school. Um, and then I got a couple of emails saying, you know, we're doing online learning, blah, blah, blah. So this has been my first week back at school. Online law school is really different. Uh, it's a lot more work because, uh, we had a two week break. So where we didn't do anything. So now professors are just loading up the reading. And since some of my, most of my classes aren't live on zoom, you're sort of forced to have your own schedule. You're sort of forced to be disciplined yourself. So that's been an adjustment, but yeah, it's, it's been really strange. I, I just find it so amazing of like how this has affected all of us in like different ways. You know, everyone's back home in Mississippi. It's crazy. Um, all colleges have been shut down except for Liberty university, which I don't know if you guys heard about that. They yeah, heard about for that. some reason, I don't know why, but, uh, it's been crazy. Uh, yeah, it's affected me in a lot of ways for my, you know, law school learning. So we'll see what happens in the future. Yeah, I heard Liberty also had like 15 cases though, like right after they opened. Yeah, that guy, the the president's gonna get sued for sure. Because like, as soon as they open, they had like 15 cases right away. That's crazy. So, yeah, I don't know what he was thinking in opening it. It just seemed very contrarian to every other, you know, school going from like you know primary education to you know higher education it seemed like everyone was closing pretty much immediately but i don't know if it was a money-making thing or trying to squeeze out you know every last penny i'm not i'm not really I, sure i get i doubt the yeah, students the get thing, their money back right yeah but the thing is even if you're online you still have to pay so i'm still yeah so i stopped to pay and like tuition's already been paid before we went back home so, well i yeah. guess the, the maybe the dorm and stuff yeah, yeah. i think uga dining. for undergrads refunded uh food and dining exactly so you probably didn't want to refund all that uh, extra money they were getting that's that's ridiculous i know daniel and if we're asking about my sleep schedule before i mean you guys can kind of talk about that again but you know mine's been completely out of the window i don't really have any motivation to do anything uh uab has went pass fail so you know i can just take a pass instead of a great letter grade in all my remaining classes and graduate online uh uh, Daniel did ask me if it was sad or not, and yeah, I, I told him that I'm not sad about not walking. It's sad about how immediate the situation was. I didn't really get to, you know, have that last conversations with my friends. Shout out to all my uh, good friends listening, if you are listening. But uh, we had a couple things planned, and uh, you know, the immediacy of the situation, unfortunately, you know, canceled all those plans, and now I'm just back here. That's what's so surprising about it. It's just it took a turn for the worse in a matter of I think. 24 hours. So I think around March 11th, March 11th mm-hmm. is the day they suspend the NBA season. And obviously I'm linking uh, the severity of t- to the NBA because that's how I associate with it. Because when I see all these sports leagues getting canceled, that's a pretty big red flag. So in a matter yeah. of 24 hours, you know, you saw schools getting shut down, sports leagues getting canceled, Italy went on lockdown. So I don't think I, we've never experienced anything like this in our lives. I don't think we will again, inshallah. But when did you guys think it was like for real, Daniel and Zefa? Um, I was in the hospital like in, in the beginning of February, 
and I was like, I was, I was there overnight and like all they had on the news, local news in Birmingham was all about Corona. And I remember like, like a few days before we played basketball, we were talking about Corona. So around like beginning of February was when it was like kicking in for me. I was like, okay, this, this is kind of so you, you were like, oh, this might be a serious situation at that point. Right? Yeah. Cause I, at that point, like I had also like downloaded Robinhood and I had never like invested in stocks. And mm-hmm. I asked one of my friends, he's like, should I buy right now? He's like, no, Corona's about to hit. And I said, oh God. <laughs> so I like, I still bought, which is dumb of me, but, <laughs> but yeah, I, that's what I, that's what I realized when, when I saw the stocks drop. That's what I realized. <laughs> <laughs> With the market to it. Yeah. <laughs> so, what about you, Josefa? So me, I guess, again, like, uh, I never took this coronavirus thing very seriously. It's just really bad. I was like, oh, it's in China. I, I was like, oh, it's probably going to stay here. It's probably going to not come over to the U.S. I was very wrong about that. But like, mm-hmm. uh, so I think when Rudy Gobert, when I found out Rudy Gobert had it, and the NBA season was done. I was like, wait a second, this is actually like something big. Yeah. And so like, I think after that, like all the, everything got canceled, NHL, NBA, college basketball, whatever. And then I think a few days later, like my work canceled. And then I'm like, all right, this is big. This is a big deal. Yeah. And so yeah, I mean, I something, think that moment was definitely one of the most significant moments. Uh, yeah. Honestly, like you'll, you'll think about this moment for years to come. Just, I remember me, Mahad, and Omar were in the apartment. We were actually, like, I think we were eating out some Mexican restaurant that night, Wednesday night. I remember it was a Wednesday. And uh, I remember Izan, like, texted and like, our, our J-Boys group me, and he was like, Rudy Gobert, OMG. And then I, like, looked up Twitter and was like, oh, he has coronavirus. And then, like, we finished up our food quickly. And I remember at the table, before even this Rudy Gobert stuff happened, like, everyone was kind of talking about it, but came home turn on the news and literally it was everywhere and oh i think God. i think like initially like daniel like daniel was saying like i had been seeing it on like twitter and like you know there's like a little moments tab on twitter and it kind of updates you with kind of like world news and i kept like every morning i would check it and talk about coronavirus like cases in china like where what the next country is that had a case i remember uh the first cases in the u.s happened around like late january early february so I was like, oh, man, if this happens at UAB, you know, I'm not going to class. I'm going straight home. And, yeah. you know, literally one month later, you know, they shut down and everyone had to go home. So yeah, much like if I didn't, I didn't take it seriously at all until probably March, which is really bad. Even up till late February, um, I guess I was just so consumed with what was going on in my life that I didn't really pay attention to it. Just like Josefa said, I thought I was going to just stay in China. Um I thought it was going to sort of pass over kind of like how Ebola did back when I was, mm-hmm. I think, a senior in high school. Um, but this has turned out to be like extreme, extremely serious. Um, yeah, there's been reports. So I actually got pretty sick in, in the like middle part of February. Uh, and like, I was like just joking around with myself, like, oh, what if I have coronavirus? I remember, shout out Mahad, he had a package that came in from addressed from shanghai china and i was like bro what are you doing man why are you bringing why are you ordering stuff from china right now and uh we just joked around about it but like like now that i think about it like the symptoms are very very similar like i remember i had some chest pain i had a fever chills you know uh, what else like i was coughing for a week so i don't know i never obviously like no one knew at that point that if you get that good if you could get tested or whatnot uh it took me like a week and a half to like recover, which uh, like, it seems like uh, it's been taking all these people who have Corona like around a week and a half, two weeks to recover. 
I don't know if that was it or just the normal flu, but you know, I feel like after I got that, I was like, oh, okay, <laughs> this this might have been it. Yeah, yeah I also got uh, sick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dude, I think we're all like pretty high risk. Like, the thing is, like, you don't, you can't even know like who all in your life could have it. Is the thing like. Mm-hmm. Like even within my just my immediate family, me and Mizelma are like two of the most high risk people, which is crazy because like they my my company had me traveling like flying like every weekend, and then they had Mizelma like you know still working even though he's working in the clinic, but he was still you know working with patients and stuff. It's it's kind of crazy how you can't know who could have it. Yeah, for sure. I think what's scary is you can be asymptomatic and also have it, so no one knows. Like you might have it because you know you don't show any symptoms exactly, so. and you might transfer that to is. other people. I think that's people how Donovan Mitchell. Yeah, Donovan yeah. Mitchell said he was asymptomatic. Yeah. He had no idea he had it. So yeah. it's part of why me and Azan have just been staying at home is because my dad's yeah. been seeing a bunch of patients here with COVID. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. So like we're pretty you know high risk for exposure, but even if I think we'll be okay, inshallah, if we like sure. do contract it. But for other people, if we do meet them, you know, you don't want to. Uh, you don't want to give it to them and put them at risk as well. Does Jackson have I've a lot seen of cases? A lot of tweets. Um, fine. How well, many do we have in Mississippi? It's above a thousand now. Oh, oh wow! It was like a thousand a couple of days ago. I remember. So yeah, it. I know, Jose. I know it's been. It was crazy in Atlanta, in Georgia, in general. Yeah, it's yeah. insane. Atlanta, Atlanta is like pretty crazy from right here. I think it's above a thousand. Just the city of Atlanta. Yeah. So yeah, I remember. I remember. I saw Jose for when I got really serious because I had to pick up my car from the airport. So I did travel when I got really serious, but I like, I had to travel to get my car. But mm-hmm. I, I was on a plane. I remember I was on a plane. It was kind of empty, but there was some people with masks on. It was pretty surreal experience. Everyone's like wiping down their seats. Yeah. And then the airport was kind of empty too. And, Cause Atlanta airport's never really empty. So yeah. that was insane to see. Yeah. I was also traveling. Like I went to Chicago that same week. And it was like, first of all, Atlanta airport, there was like no one there. But the flights were still like, there were people in flights. It's like still somewhat packed. Mm-hmm. I was surprised. Yeah. I've seen, I've seen a lot of people were going to the beach during that week. And <laughs> yeah, it's probably like so the worst. Man. It's probably the worst thing you can do. But I think people are slowly catching on it. Now you've got to really practice social distancing to the core of it, just stay at home. Yeah, apparently, like, uh, so the city of New Orleans, New Orleans is getting hit really hard, and mm-hmm. that's like only like two, two and a half hours from Jackson. And yeah. apparently, one of our friends, Omer, was saying that like a lot of those patients are overflowing into Jackson and like coming into the VA hospital and stuff like that. Yeah, so there's a lot so of. I was talking there. about yesterday too. Yeah, that's scary. Yeah, it is crazy. Yeah. Well, on a lighter note, uh, let's go to kind of like the second topic we had planned for today. Uh, you know, because of social distancing, we haven't been able to see one another uh, in about two, three weeks. So, uh, you know, we've been having a lot of game nights uh, with Daniel with, uh, and Daniel's uh, fantastic uh, website, Game Night Plus. So, Daniel, I just wanted to kind of get you to talk about that, how this idea started, how did you learn how to code, like, what went into it, how many hours he put into it, like where do you see this going next? Just kind of all that, you know, all about it. Yeah, of course. Thank you for that warm introduction to Game Night Plus. Uh, so 
let me start off by saying what Game Night Plus exactly is. It's it's a way to play your favorite, I guess, social party games like Mafia or like Taboo or Charades or whatever you have. Um, it's an easy, convenient way to host it. So if you have a game where it's like role playing, you can easily distribute the roles and then there's easy facilitating on the website. So that's basically what it is. There's a bunch of different games we have on there. Um, so I definitely recommend whoever's listening. If you guys haven't played it, please check it out. Uh, in terms of getting it started, how it all started, uh, we used to play Mafia all the time. Like, I guess since I went to college, we've been playing Mafia ever since then. And uh, since that point, I like our friend Omer, he made this quick website just for Mafia. And it basically did what I've been talking about is like distributing these uh, roles out. So I wanted to take that idea and apply it to all these other games we played that took more time to set up like fishbowl where you have to like write words on paper and tear it up. And it takes like 10 minutes to, you know, just get a game started. So I wanted to apply that to all these different games we play. And uh, I was just really passionate about it because I just wanted to make it easier for all of us to play. So I got right to work. I, I talked to my friend Abdullah and Omer and Omer said, yeah, we can, we can do it. So I just had to kind of learn under Omer's wing. He yeah. kind of set up the the framework for it mm-hmm. and uh, he gave me access and stuff. And then I just kind of have been playing with it since slowly, you know, learning, looking at videos, uh, tutorials, stuff like that. And I've slowly just kind of built it to what it is today still trying to improve it every day but it's it's been like a daily process so yeah and yeah. i feel like it's pretty cool to see the progression of it because like initially we would play it and you know you would ask us like what bugs there are you know what things we should improve but like slowly and slowly like even like the past week when we've been playing it's like it's like something we're relying on now which is which is super cool and i feel like that's like what i feel like that's what i would want if it was my thing and I feel like that's like a testimony of how good the product is because it's like something you really want to get on and, you know, share the experiences with your friends with. So yeah, it's, been, yeah. it's been really cool. Yeah. It has actually been like really like heartwarming to like see all my friends like posting about it, you know, like even doing this podcast with you guys, it like makes me feel like I've accomplished something that I've, like all those hard, all that hard work has kind of paid off a little bit. So yeah, it's definitely like, I don't know. It feels good to actually use it and stuff. So, but yeah, I mean, like, since we're in the middle of this crisis, it's like actually like been very beneficial, like for game night. Like, like even though it's like a really bad time, it's a great way for friends to still socialize uh, while practicing social distancing. Like Afan said. Nice. So I guess my question was like, can you see like how activities increased with game night? Like, can you see how many people like go to your website and stuff like that? Yeah. So, um, I've been, I like, I think like two years ago I created like a way for people to create accounts and I've like slowly been seeing like more and more people like that. I don't even like mention this to, you know, join and sign and create an account and stuff. So it's it's kind of nice and like i can see like like people who can pl- who are playing like i can see like when they submit their names i don't like know these names at all i've 
like never just like completely random people so that's like kind of like a crazy feeling to be like wow people are actually oh, yeah that's really cool mm-hmm. so awesome. yeah i would say personally for me what my favorite part about the website is just the accessibility to it it's just you've made it so you and america made it so easy to just join a you know through a code it, it just seems like a seamless process how important was you was it for you to make it as seamless as it is right now yeah so that's a, actually a really good question like i like to look at like different like model business models like for example apple like mm-hmm. all of their stuff is like so simple and clean and i kind of wanted to just incorporate that like ease of use user friendliness to this website just make it like as simple as possible for the user and uh we also kind of use some aspects from different like uh like similar kind of game sites so like jackbox tv they use like a code and then there's like kahoot and like all these other apps that use like a code and i we just came to the conclusion that like this is like the simplest easiest way and it makes sense for like for someone who wants to host a game yeah you have to pay or have an account but if you just want to play you don't even need any of that you just need someone who can create a code for you and then you just type that code in and boom you're in so there was actually a huge restructuring we did last year for ease of use uh, before we had it to where you had to create a new game code every time you wanted to play a new game of mafia or something like that but now we have it to where you can use that same code stay in the room and just keep playing a new game of mafia every time so that's we kind of took a year off last year trying to restructure it wow I feel like on that same note, like uh, when you can fi- join a nearby room, I feel like that that uh, that feature of the website's always been super cool to me. When uh, the game code pops up and you just click join room, uh, I've, I've really really enjoyed uh, just clicking that whenever I see it. <laughs> yeah, it's been awesome. yeah. Like the first time I like figured out how to do that, I like I like saw it appear. I was like, what the hell did I? <laughs> what the hell did I just do? Oh my god! So like basically like the the one thing with that is like the person who has the phone like who's on safari or whatever because you have to play on like a browser Mm -hmm. uh you have to like give your current location you don't like have to but it's for your benefit if you give your location you can see the games that are created nearby you and it's usually within a 0.5 mile radius but right now i don't think anyone in that radius is going to be playing so (laughs) that's what i have it as and it's just people usually say no which is fine i don't i mean i'm not like stalking or anything i'm not gonna go yeah. in there type in the latitude, no, and latitude big, big brother stuff. <laughs> stuff going on. yeah no i do it sometimes if i know it's like my cousin's playing i just like, <laughs> like okay let me check if they're like in orlando or something so uh, but you know i'm just like no like it's just for the user really so yeah if you just share your location uh services and stuff like that you'll be able to click that little little game code for, for yourself so how do you see like game night like growing so do you just want to like you know get into an app eventually or do you just want to like make it more seamless i guess in the browser and then i guess it's increasing like the i guess the use of it yeah so um right now where we're at since it's like a two-man kind of uh operation uh we have it as like we we're trying to make it as seamless on on like browsers safari google chrome whatever you have uh, as possible um, because 
we don't necessarily have the time to build an app. And at the same time, I also feel apps kind of, they kind of make people feel less inclined to get them. Like, oh, I have to download that app. I have to go to the app store, mm-hmm. download it. It's going to take storage up. It's going to take memory up. I feel like on a browser, you don't really have that much. Plus, you can just like type it in. It's an easy URL. Um, but if we ever do like get to that point where we can't afford to to build an app and have the time and, and money to do it, then yeah, we would consider it. But right now, we're just sticking to trying to make more games and trying to make more original games. There are a lot of games on there that aren't necessarily original, but uh, I'd say half of them are. And we want to kind of push it towards being more and more uh, original. So, but yeah, I mean, um, right now we're on a pause. Uh, Me and Omer are trying to set up meetings to kind of clean everything because it's been, you know, piling up. The mess has been just kind of building up in the background. But yeah. Yeah, you talked a little bit about taking a sort of a, a year hiatus. Was there ever a point in time where you thought, okay, maybe this isn't for me. Maybe this isn't going to work out. Was there ever a point in time where you just felt like, ah, this, this is kind of whatever. Yeah. There have been so many times when I've gotten like that, where I'm just like, oh my God, I'm wasting my time. And, uh, like I get like that so often, but like, I just have this, like, uh, I guess I've built this like weird passion for kind of coding and it's kind of concentrated itself into game night itself mm-hmm. uh like sometimes i'll embark on other coding projects like minor things um but like i always come back to game night just because i've like gone so far um a good example of what you're talking about is on was like last year if anyone is a software nerd out there they'll know what i'm talking about but there's this thing there's like a, I guess, an app style that you can have. I'm really bad at this, but it's called Node.js. And basically, it's like, it was built by Facebook. It's like a framework. And it's like really fast. It's like, once someone clicks a button, then everyone on their phone gets like a reaction. And it's like immediate. So I wanted to kind of translate all of our stuff to that. So all last year, I was figuring out how to do that. And it kind of like set us back a whole year because we had to end up undoing everything we did. So, um, but it, it was a good learning process for sure. Um, I, I, got, I got down on myself a lot, but uh, I realized I, I, we could come back and just make it simple and, and easy to use. So that's great. So you're obviously bouncing a job with uh, doing game night as well. So talk to me a little bit about how that, uh, how you split up your time with that, how much, how much of your daily uh, work is uh, devoted to game night, you know, fixing all these bugs and obviously expanding it to where you want it to be. Uh, dude, <laughs> um, it's kind of unhealthy. Like, uh, <laughs> so work, I, lo- I've always had this like mindset where like uh, at work, I give like all my hundred percent, but once I'm yeah. off, off work, I just leave it at work. I'm not going to come back home and, think about what was going on and stuff like that. Um, yeah. And uh, it was actually harder with my last job because uh, my new job has me, um, you know, in a kind of development program. So it's less strenuous. There's not as much like real like work. It's mainly training. So mm-hmm. I'm not as tired as like, you know, I would be when I'm done with the training. 
Um, yeah. So when I when I usually when I come back home or whenever I have free time, uh, I just like you know switch to it. But there are times when I take like weeks or months off because I'm just either too busy, too tired, or you know just like have other things going on. But yeah, yeah. I would say like the average split like on a or like on in a week would probably be like work is obviously 40 maybe like 45 and then game night's probably like I uh, probably like 50 or 60. <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. Uh, I like that because it's, it's, you're just so passionate about it so you know. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. And you are finally seeing you're seeing the fruition of it now which is I just think it's pretty beautiful to see. Like I know we're doing a game night tonight and yeah. we're definitely using game night plus. So like, I'm very excited, you know, and I think it's like yeah. second nature, especially for all, all of us who are really close to Don, it's like second nature for us just to get on game night and, you know, start playing some games. Yeah. It's just really cool. Was it, you were I saying have, something? I don't know. So I was going to say, you know, a lot of entrepreneurs say they wish they started something a little sooner before they actually like started the project. Do you, do you feel that with game night? Uh, I think I started it uh, at probably the time I would be like most available. I started like my junior year of college, I guess. That's when, you know, all my college work started kind of getting lower and lower. Um, I would like to have started my freshman year of college, but I did not have, you know, the resources. Uh, I kind of needed like a lot of Omer's help. So he really helped me, you know, get this thing started. I have a question a little bit about. Uh, the marketing side of it you've you've done a great job of you know making an instagram account you know word of mouth through our friend group your friend um how do you see yourself expanding that marketing effort just beyond social media uh we actually have quite a few like ideas um beyond social media we have this one idea it's going to be a little going to be a little difficult but we're gonna first start off with announcing like i might as well announce it here but we're going to really push this by saying like the first couple i think probably the first hundred people to sign up get all the games for free we're okay. just going to give them out for free uh that hopefully will get people playing um you know since they have it and stuff and kind of spread it through there uh secondly we kind of had a unique idea of like hot spots Kind of like, say, for example, in Birmingham, you have, uh, I don't know, Trattoria or some place you can lounge at, like Saturn. Uh, yeah. You you go there with your friends, you hang out, and you can play game night games for free there. You can go up to the guy who owns the place, be like, hey, we want a game code for this game. He gives you a game code, and you just chill there, play it for free all night. And they get business, we get business, and you get to play for free. So we're trying to get that rolling with a couple of different businesses. We'll see how that works out. Gotcha. That's awesome. I just want to uh, just uh, make it clear for people listening. Uh, do you want to just kind of get through uh, what the difference between a normal account and a pro account is or uh, whatever that unlocks all the games and what extra games you get access to once you get the, the full account? Do you want to just kind of get through, go through the website and uh, yeah, just explain everything that's on there and like what additional features you do get. Yes, of course. So we have three different tiers. Well, really four. The first one is if you just sign up, 
for free if you just put your email down and a password, just make an account. You get the next three games. So the first three games are completely free without an account. When you create an account, you get the next three games for free. So that's a total of six games, completely free. And then when you pay, when you start to pay, you get all the games for free. So right now on there, we have, I think, 11 or 12 operating games. And we're adding three more, hopefully by the summer, by the end of the summer. Um, So you'll have, I guess, 15. But that model is subject to change soon. We are planning on uh, changing it possibly to have, um, you know, only payment, no free account, nothing like that. So if you want to create a free account, get some six games for free, get on it now. Um, And obviously, like I said, first hundred people to sign up, they get full access for free, all games for free. So we'll definitely make that known. Uh, I had one more question uh, just off the top of my head. Uh, so you mentioned you're creating these games uh, hopefully by the end of the summer. Uh, where do you see yourself uh, this time next year? Where do you want to be with game night? Um, so where I want to be is I want to kind of take a pause on creating new games, maybe have a few more ideas, but not mm-hmm. actually work on them too much i want to work on expanding the name of game night as much as possible okay uh gonna get the so brand going like Azan said yeah get the brand going uh, focus on the marketing side even more um because i think we have a, a substantial amount of games still not satisfied with the amount I, w- I do want more on there but for now i think i'm happy with where we're at enough to push it more and more for people to you know play Perfect. Awesome. Right. I think one of the coolest things, honestly, about uh, I know you talked about this a little bit is like how it start started with all these party games. So a lot of the times, like these party games are familiar to anyone who's listening to like Mafia. I'm sure everyone, most everyone, has played Mafia in some setting. Uh, Fishbowl uh, is there, and there's a couple other party games that are very popular. And Daniel, I know, does have explanations of how to play, also how to play on the website. So that's very helpful. So it's just really cool that uh, I think the mar- this market's pretty niche because usually if you're like playing Jackbox or you're playing, you know, Kahoot or something, uh, it's it's not really you're not really playing party games. You're playing either like their own games or you know you're playing kind of like quiz type format. I would say. So I think uh, just having the party games accessible in this format is, is super cool. Yeah, our our like our main idea like the whole basis of it uh is that we want people to actually like play together you know have like real interaction that's what like games like mafia you have like real like interaction like lot like you're lying to people and you're trying to like trick people and figure people out you know stuff like that we're trying to have as many games where people can have that human interaction but we do also have games where you're on your phone and you know you're doing stuff but we're trying to keep it mainly human interaction mm-hmm. as you guys got any other questions hey if no, you ever need any legal needs i'm your guy <laughs> yes <laughs> we we will be reaching out to Zan all the time uh, and Josefa, i'm sure is if you ever want to file a tax return 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, I got, yeah. You, you, guys are, you guys are my guys. Yeah. If you need an on-site doctor, Fonzie, like, hey man, if you ever, if you ever ever have a, if you ever have a Google type headquarters and need a, need a doctor on site, man, you know yeah, I'll be there. Inshallah, inshallah, dude. Inshallah, man. Inshallah. Yeah, we're really Thanks, proud of you and what you've accomplished. Yeah, man. Yeah. This is amazing. Amazing. Couldn't have done it without you guys, cool. man. You guys are a great, great support for me. Yeah, no, speaking of game night, we're about to hop on one session. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, we're so that's, about to... I think that speaks volumes of how important <laughs> game night is in our lives. The, the boys are ready for another game night. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's, I think just to end it on this note, it's it's just so fitting that Daniel made this thing because, you know, Daniel's been kind of the one who kind of brings everyone together. And it's yeah. so, so beautiful just to see that, like, all that energy – he invests in bringing people together is actually coming to fruition in a thing that's bringing other people together who exactly. he might not even know. So that's just a testimony yeah. to Daniel. And for sure, you guys need to check out this uh, this uh, amazing website. Uh, we're gonna be linking it uh, below uh, in our in our description. We're gonna be putting on Instagram as much as we can uh, do in our little small following. Uh, we'll we'll plug it as much as we can. Dude, you're gonna make me cry, man. You got you gotta quit it right now. You gotta quit it. <laughs> it's all facts, man. This is we're we're really selling is. uh we're selling advertising space for two PB on our website, so don't worry. <laughs> Wait, one last thing. You, I saw your sisters uh, crafting some merch. Any updates on that? You can give us. Yeah, we're currently working on a store. Uh, that's also in the I guess outlook for hopefully by the end of the summer. We're trying to come mm-hmm. up with some, you know, funny, creative T-shirts, hats, merch yeah. uh, for the website. So that's awesome. Out, that's gonna help with uh, marketing as well. So that's great. Yeah, can't wait to buy buy my own. Yeah, dude, no, you guys get it for free, dude. Bro, no. <laughs> I want to support, man. Want to support? We got, we got, we got hooked up with the the premium accounts. But we'll, we'll make buy sure your you uh, make sure you make some like crew necks because I'm a crew neck kind of guy. Yeah, yeah, uh, I got nice. you. I got you. The winter time. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Well, we're gonna hop on to our very own game night. Thank you so much, Daniel. Thanks, Jose Finazan, for coming no back problem. in this week. Uh, hopefully, we'll see you guys next week uh, with another episode uh, with a guest for sure to be determined. Uh, Daniel, we do a little song of the week every uh, every episode. I don't know if you listen to music or not, but uh, if you do have something, uh, you can share. If you don't want to say song, you can give us a show recommendation because I know you're yeah. <laughs> Oh, dude, I'll give you so many shows. Okay, Izan got me on this, All-American. I started it. It's kind of yeah. cheesy, but it's actually, like, the, the whole plot is, like, I really like the plot. Uh-huh. Um, I, I will say it's cheesy. Show, but... Yeah. It no, go ahead. Go yeah. No, no, you go ahead. I would just say it's cheesy, but what I like about it is it has actual, like, themes, like, socioeconomic themes, gang violence, uh, single father uh, single mother, sorry, single parenting, stuff like that, stuff that actually, yeah. happens, which I really enjoy. Yeah, yeah, I agree exactly. Uh, and my other show recommendation this is my absolute favorite show of all time. It has become my favorite show of all time. Money Heist. Please watch it. Oh. Please watch it. In, please watch it in Spanish. Please watch it in Spanish. Read the subtitles. I watched the trailer I for it. I watched the trailer for it. It gave me kind of Mr. Robot vibes. Is that true or not? Yeah, incorrect. It's it's more incorrect. of like. It's more along the lines of Narcos, but not really. It's 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 kind of just like is a robbery. Mr. Robot, because that was my only. Thing. No, no, no. It's not dark. It's not dark. Okay. It's like okay. it's so it many good things. Moments. Yeah, it has its good moments. So 
Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I'll check that out. Uh, okay, so for that for to be clear, Daniel's show recommendation is all American and money heist, so check that out. You guys check it out and we'll see you next week. Thank you guys. guys.